0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. The post-game edition as the Browns lose again. They fall to 3-6. and six by losing to the Miami Dolphins 39-17. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, and this podcast is brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. And we probably could use a little Smiley One right now because the sewage is starting to back up after watching that game. Daryl, that was not fun, unprepared, Um, line didn't look good, still trying to figure out exactly what happened, and, you know, sometimes you don't have it, but it seemed to me at the end of the game that some of the guys just straight out quit.
0: They got destroyed. Like, that wasn't even a loss. They just flat out got destroyed. Offense and defense, um, it it was a complete disaster and and a meltdown. Um, I guess I should probably start the podcast the same way I started my top takeaways that I wrote for the station website. Sure. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. <laughs> Cause it's over. It's over. Over. See y'all next year.
1: That's how you start a wedding, not a funeral, my friend.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to bring this, you know, person <laughs> and this person together. Um, at this point though, it's, uh, well,
0: uh, so how do you start a divorce proceeding? Um, <laughs> because there might be one of those coming here. <laughs> well, does it feel that way?
1: <laughs> I mean, I just, you could do, you I could do daily bread
0: with, um, with the way this is going. I just, I don't know how you stay the course. I, I, I don't know. Like did miles Garrett play today? was Jadavian and Clowney on the field today. I, I didn't notice either one. I,
1: I didn't notice him either.
0: Um, oh, help me. You know, the, the run defense for, Times in the last six games, they've gotten carved up for at least 150 yards. Another thing that I wrote in my uh, top takeaways, uh, I try and ask the existential questions of life, Andy.
1: Oh, great. Maybe we should do daily bread. Okay, keep going. Yes. Why does it feel like the
0: Browns remain the NFL's Pepto-Bismol? Hmm.
1: I don't know if they're Pepto-Bismol because they provide headlines for the NFL. There's got to be a different type of – Well, no, no, no,
0: because because no matter what ails the opposing team going into the game, the Browns are the magic elixir.
1: Oh, well, there you go. They're the aspirin. No, they're the pepto
0: They're the the penicillin. They stop their opponents from going to the bathroom if you get the drift that I'm going Uh, for.
1: here. Imodium AD would be another – Thing you could use too.
0: They are the fiber <laughs> 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 that the rest of the NFL chews on. Daryl, I just,
1: I, I, I'm, I, I never expected them to be as bad as they were uh, in that New England game, and I think that's the only shocker I, I have. I thought, you know, you have an extra week to prepare. At least the coaching staff did, right? And this just didn't look right in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know, maybe you're a little, like, like again. They start off the game hot. Four play. Great kickoff return. Looks like the Browns are going to be the team you want them to be. And then... Then the defense over. had to play. Was it, not that I was a big hee haw fan, but do you remember there was that old thing? It's over, and then... I don't know, whatever. <sighs> hee haw is probably where I need to go after watching this, because at least that would make me laugh. I, there was nothing funny about the Browns today. Nothing. Uh, Zero zilch.
0: Should I save the... Should I dish out the bad news now or should i just uh
1: there's uh, there's more bad news than just oh. a loss
0: oh there's more go. bad news keep going go josh allen threw a red zone pick to lose in overtime to the vikings so he's gonna be in a great mood next week
1: didn't he fumble late in the regulation too i was, uh-huh. I was in the middle of doing a show so. it
0: was the most bat bleep crazy ending to a game ever i don't know what it is about uh, Lake Erie and the Browns and Bills playing some of the most crazy-ass football games you'll ever see. But that ending to the Bills-Vikings game, that was, an, was on a whole nother level of cray-cray, let me tell you. Um, they stopped the – so I'll sum it up for you. Yeah. Uh, final third, final minute, They uh, it looks like the Vikings take the lead. They mm-hmm. don't. He's down at the half-yard line, so it's fourth and goal. They stop Kirk Cousins on the quarterback sneak. His shoulder hits the ground before the ball crosses the plane. Hmm. Bill's ball literally at the one-inch line. Like, the nose of the football was – like, you could slide – remember when they slide the the index card down to, uh, with the chains? Yeah, like the Wilson card?
1: You the could Wilson have, card for the Browns? Same you thing? Could,
0: you could have done that at the goal line. That's how close the ball – so Josh Allen – tries to QB sneak just to get some breathing room out center, bad snap, ball, loose. Vikings recover, touchdown. There's about 30 seconds to play. Now bills are down three. The prevent defense is undefeated. Vikings go full prevent defense. Josh Allen and the bills just walk right down the field. Granted, they got helped out with a very controversial 20-yard reception that probably should not have been a reception had it been reviewed. But Josh Allen got him to the line, snapped the ball, and so they didn't have time to re- get, you know buzz down and, and get the review in time. They end up kicking the field goal to send it to overtime. And then, and then uh, <clears throat> after the Vikings took the lead on a field goal, Allen's just walking them right down the field again, except for he threw a pick at the goal line. And uh, the Vikings came away with a win, but it was one of the most entertaining, uh, topsy-turvy, bat bleep crazy games, at least in the last two minutes that you'll ever watch. It was
1: crazier than the Browns-Jets?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely crazier than the Browns. Because this was by both, the way, you're both, retelling
1: <laughs> Daryl, you're retelling of the end of that game better than the entire bronze game,
0: a hundred percent. Which is why the only
1: thing saying. good about the bronze game today was it was the first game on American soil to end and oh. ended early,
0: <laughs> yes. And that allowed me to switch over to watch the end of the Bills Vikings game.
1: See, there you so there was some good news, and other than the fact that the Dolphins didn't have to punt today,
0: yes, uh, that's the,
1: the second game this weekend that I watched that I didn't see a punt one was to the good one was to the bad with Miami they didn't need a punt because they kept scoring on Friday night Medina played Menor, and Medina chose not to punt and they lost by 20 oh. and so you're just like they they went one for seven or one for eight on fourth down in fact they went for it on their own 26 yard line Menor wasn't able to get points on it but it was still like wow I mean this was a close game yeah. And they had a chance to come back within a touchdown. I, again, another game more yeah. exciting to talk about than what the Browns did today.
0: Yeah, the Browns only got one defensive stop, and that was on downs with about two and a half minutes to go in the first half. The other mm-hmm. stop was because, well, the Dolphins took a knee to kill the clock and and run it out. Um, uh, just yeah, I mean it. It was one of the worst games the Browns have played this season and Jacoby Brissett's not the blame. Like again, no, he's not.
1: This, this
0: is not a game where you say, well, you know, if Deshaun was playing, the Browns would No, like this was not a quarterback issue. This was the rest of the team. And that's why, again, I wrote after the game, unless Deshaun Watson's playing defense, defensive tackle, linebacker safety, it don't matter. It does not matter. This defense is beyond putrid. the, Dolphins averaged 89.9 yards on the ground per game. Wilson alone had a buck 19. They were plus 105 and change because they ended up with 195 yards on the ground. And it's the fourth time in six games the Browns have given up a buck 50 or more on the ground. And oh, this is also the fourth time this season they've given up 30 or more points and Surprise, surprise, the Browns are 0 4 in those games. And to all the people that are like, well, you know, you, you shouldn't have, uh, you, going into the game, they were, you know, criticizing me for saying the Browns needed to play ball control style offense. And everyone else is, no, you got to get into shooting. Like Jacoby Brissett's not the quarterback to get in a shootout. To like, you no, you don't want Jacoby Brissett having to play, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. That's just not his game. That's not who he is and not how he excels. Um, and Nick Chubb, 11 carries, 63 yards, a touchdown, uh, and, of course, something we never see him do, and that's that's fumble the football. Um, but, again, that mistake didn't cost the Browns the game. What cost the Browns the game is that Mike McDaniel put together a brilliant coaching plan.
1: Because did Kevin they, get out coached? That's my question for you too. Because I was I was going to bring that up a little I bit. I wasn't okay. even like
0: yeah. I mean, it just it was a again they they got beaten all phases offense defense. Kevin coaching. admitted
1: that too during the press yeah. conference. So well, I just, that's why I brought it up.
0: Every time they lose, Kevin admits he gets out coached. He he, oh. he he gets out coached quite a bit for a guy who's not supposed to be getting out coached. Um, and at some point, he's going to want to stop saying that he got out, coached because that's going to get held against him by uh, uh, ownership when the uh, Daryl. If
1: they don't look good with Deshaun Watson coming back, I am wondering if he's in trouble. I, Sean like, Payton's I, available. So I'm going to say Sean Payton's available. Sean Payton coming here though—that's the question.
0: Don't mean you don't play the call. Can't get the yeah. date. You don't ask her out.
1: Well, that's true, but I, I just don't know. If you don't if ask. Payton ask has other. I mean, him. what's going to happen in Dallas, right? I mean, that was always the talk there.
0: Well, Dad, things are going pretty well for Dallas these days.
1: Yeah, I know, but I don't. Do you trust Jerry Jones as much as you know? Well, no, well, but
0: still, you know.
1: I, I think it's well. Look at Jason Garrett. I think he still would have stayed with Jason Garrett if he felt like he could. Hey, listen, if,
0: I, I can't. I can't worry about the competition.
1: Uh, no, let's just talk about him and have more fun about them than we would about our own team.
0: She's gonna say no. I'm still asking her out.
1: <laughs> at least you can say you got rejected. Exactly. It's like losing the lottery, right? You Absolutely. Play, can't you can't
0: win the lottery if you don't buy the ticket, right?
1: It's a good point. It's a good point. All right, Darrell, let's take a quick timeout. Let's come back. It's a post-game edition of the Browns. The Browns lose to the Miami Dolphins, 39-17. It's always game day in Cleveland. It's always game day in Cleveland, but heartache edition. Today is the Browns fall to the Miami Dolphins, 39-17. Brought to you locally by our friends at Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort um, Daryl, when we last left this very exciting Hang episode. On. I, right? I have
0: to pause you because I hate to do that. I hate to correct you coming into a segment here. It's what I do heart, what I do? It's not the heartbreak edition. It's the heartburn edition.
1: Oh, heartburn edition. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. We
0: got to, you know, so take your Maalox, your Tums, your Pepto, settle the stomach down. Maybe the Browns will show up next week in Buffalo.
1: Imodium okay. or no? We haven't determined that. Probably
0: yet. should get some Mometium AD and what's that? Uh, metam- what Metamucil is that? Metamucil, the fiber
1: very good for you. the The fiber stuff's good for you.
0: The Fiber stuff you. Um, to help stay you healthy, get it my out friend.
1: So stay it, healthy.
0: To help you get it out of your system, if you know what I'm saying.
1: No, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. I, Daryl, I just I don't know where you pick up the pieces on this one. Again, we talked about Buffalo, and what happened to them and now you you, like I still uh, my one level of optimism that I had going into this thing was let's see you know maybe the Browns can go two and one over the next three and the only way that would play uh, as an optimist would be to win game one and then split the next two if that was the way you wanted to look at it this town is going to be on fire tomorrow and I think there's a you're on the if it wasn't for Deshaun Watson, I think you'd be on the brink of apathy knowing that the draft picks aren't out there down the road. And so, that I well, was, I mean, this is about as close to the opportunity for apathy for Browns fans as I think we've had in a long time. Deshaun Watson saves that, though.
0: Bad time to remind folks that uh, the last time Deshaun Watson played football, he led the NFL in passing, and the Houston Texans went 4-12. Would that
1: be a bad time? Let me check my watch. Nah, not such a bad time. I, I just I don't have any expectations for him, Daryl. I'm, I'm none. I'm I'm just I just saying, think that like, people if if anybody thinks he's coming in to save the world, they're wrong. What they're ails wrong. this
0: team is not the offense. That's the thing. And again, we can sit here and bitch and moan about who's getting the touches and how many and and play calls and things like that, Andy. But the the offense has been for the most part doing their end of the bargain this year like th- this is not an offensive problem it's a defensive problem and I, look i will go back to andrew berry cutting sheldon richardson to save nine million dollars in salary cap space and deciding that they were going to go young at defensive tackle and i, I gotta tell you not looking like the smartest move by the the general manager of uh, the the cleveland browns who's in charge of uh, the whole operation here
1: um that, well, he yeah. he said we have nine opportunities here. Yeah, well,
0: they got eight left. Thank God, it's only eight. Um, the uh, back to what we were saying at the end of the segment, though, uh, in, in regards to getting out coached. Um, all week we were talking with players about the the middle of the field and how the Dolphins just like to absolutely destroy teams around the hash marks. And so, what did Mike McDaniel do? Ran the ball between the hash marks. And just totally kicked the Browns' ass up and down the field all day.
1: Stay, I mean, you want to talk about embarrassing losses? The same thing that we've seen numerous times this season. Yeah, Teams I mean, want to run on the Browns. I just, Chargers are
0: bottom, bottom five or six in rushing, and they put up uh, – let me look at it because I got it right here in front of me. Uh, the Chargers put up a whopping 238 and averaged seven yards a carry. Uh, the Falcons, 202 yards on the ground, averaged 5.8 per carry. They lost that game as well. Uh, Ravens, 160 yards on the ground allowed, four yards of carry. Browns lost that game. And now 195 yards uh, on the ground allowed, and the Browns lost that game. Moral of the story, when the run defense does not show up, the Browns do not win. So um, I, I I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's a talent issue. I don't know if it's a combination of both. I will never say it's an effort issue because these are professional athletes. This is what they do for a living. And I and just as somebody who's sitting in a chair watching them and, and that, I don't think it's ever fair to question effort uh, of pro athletes, but um, questions about performance or lack thereof are absolutely in bounds. And it's just, it's not been there on that side of the ball uh, this season. Um, and so for all the people that, Wanted to say after the Ravens game and then the Bengals game, hey, they got the defense all shored up and fixed and everything's good. Well, Mike McDaniel looked at the film and he found the weakness and he just kept punching the Browns square in the mouth with it all afternoon long. That's a good head coach. Uh, Clearly, Kevin Stefanski was unable to find any weakness in the Dolphins defense because the Browns offense seemed pretty well stifled for most of the day, even though Jacoby Brissett, as I alluded to earlier, Andy, put up decent numbers, you know, 22 or 35 to 12, a touchdown, not great, not going to lose you a football game either. Um, but yeah, St- uh, Stefanski uh, didn't I like Stefanski was unable to exploit what was thought to be a detriment to the Dolphins and that was their secondary their their corners on the outside Amari Cooper didn't get a lot of chances to make plays on the outside Donovan Peoples Jones led the team in catches today in yards but yeah I mean Kevin's offensively the Browns were unable to exploit anything against Miami and that pretty much sums up uh, the season well I'm
1: just uh, (laughs) what do you what are you doing with Joe Woods here then
0: There's nothing to do. I I don't think
1: there is. I don't know. There's another. I mean, I think you got to eat it till the end of the season if you don't like them.
0: Right. There. There are no changes to be made right now. Um. This is not even one. Well, I think because Deshaun is
1: coming back, you can't make. I mean, you you don't need a change because you have a different distraction to keep your.
0: Yeah. Well. To keep
1: everybody kind of occupied.
0: I'll go back to the Hugh Jackson firing. Okay. Mm -hmm. That had to happen, right? We all right. agree had to happen. And then when you watch the second half of that season and what Greg Williams, Mr. I've got 30 teams that want to hire me without interviewing me for head coaching jobs. Right. Right. Uh, takes over and uh, they, uh, what, finish six and two down the stretch, something like that.
1: They're five and three.
0: Well. Right, around that Right. And then you sit there and say, well, okay, this is a, this is a 10 win caliber football team had we had, better leadership from the head coaching position. Um, you have to have somebody to replace them with, right? And I, I just I don't know who on the defensive side you turn things over to if you fire Joe Woods. Just like if you fire Mike Prefer in season, who do you change, you know, who do you turn over special teams to uh in, in that regard. So I I and and again, these are very process oriented people, Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski if they're going to go down they're going to go down doing it their way right so right. um i i you know while stefanski has shown the willingness to pivot in some occasions with uh, you know various circumstances that have been thrown his way just all out flat out change for the sake of making change that that's just not how he operates and that's not how andrew berry has really shown himself that's to true. operate as the top football executive so it's easy for you or me and even fans is here to say, hey, they, they gotta make changes, they gotta start firing people to get so get the you know attention and this, that, and the other. But you know, look, we've seen the ability of this defense to play at a high level. At some point, I, I do feel like players have to share some of the blame here for the lack of success that they've had on that side of the ball, right? right. Um, it's it's not hundred percent just coaching. And so I, I just I don't think much changes when you if you were to fire people right now, contrary to the Hugh Jackson situation where, yeah, you just had to get that cancer out of the building. And then all of a sudden, everything around the organization suddenly changed for the better. Um, and I just I don't know that that's going to happen right now. So, sure, we can have these conversations as we get you know through this second half of the season. And we we get to the home stretch, and then obviously early into the off season, and we we'll wait and see ultimately what the Browns organizationally decide to do uh, from top to bottom after the season. Depending where they ultimately end up, I have a feeling I know where they're going to end up here, uh, because again, I don't expect Deshaun Watson to come in and save this franchise from itself. Uh, I, I but it's just yeah, I just I don't see changes right now solving problems. That's what this all comes down to for me.
1: But here's my other question. Let me go back to this other part because this goes back to coaching too, Daryl. That if you know, we we saw Kevin Stefanski take some of the younger guys, put them on the field at the end of the game. It's an yep. opportunity to put them out where you get blown out. Do you hey, think the start? I, it, did, it was, did the guys quit? Did they yeah. quit today? I
0: don't know if they quit, but I, again, it's one of the positives, the silver linings that I can. Hey, Kevin Stefanski, you got to empty the bench at the end of the game. Great, get some guys some hmm. playing experience. You know, all sarcasm aside, like that, I don't know, a little benefit to that. Unfortunately, Wyatt Teller seems to have either re aggravated an injury yeah. or got, or got re- uh, injured something else because uh, Yelda Froholt was back in there at it, uh, it, it right guard for him uh, by the second quarter. So that's unfortunate. Um, you know, five different Dolphins scored too. Like it's such a well balanced, well oiled machine that we got to watch. And clearly, I'm not talking about the Browns, but, you know, Tua continuing the MVP caliber campaign. But think about that. Five different Miami Dolphins scored touchdowns. That's just absolutely incredible.
1: It's like watching an Ohio State game. Same thing. Yeah, it is. Same kind of thing. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick time out there. We'll come back. We'll continue on with the aftermath that was Browns-Dolphins. 39-17, Miami a winner. Miami a winner back with more if you like what you're listening to subscribe 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 to the podcast it's always game day in cleveland although you probably woke up this morning going yeah it's always game day in cleveland isn't it and then all by the end of the night you're like uh did it have to be game day in cleveland yes yes Well, it I, did.
0: maybe we should put in for like a podcast name change
1: we should probably, why not everyone it, else has ripped off our name why wouldn't yeah. we uh
0: like you know maybe something along the lines of therapeutic
1: I'd be more than happy with that because I mean, as the creator of Bronze Therapy Monday, therapeutic
0: we'll brownie bits, something like that.
1: How about just brownie bits? Because that's what they feel like right now. They're bits. <laughs> Let's come back <laughs> to our medicine.
0: I just want to point out that he said "bits."
1: Bits, bits, yeah, like kibbles and bits. Same it starts
0: thing. With, starts with a B and not an S. I'm yes, just making no. that very clear to everybody. I
1: didn't say that. Thirty-nine seventeen. Your final in Miami. Um, I did think it was funny in the beginning of the game that obviously the Dolphins used home field advantage. They picked the let's wear the lighter color Jersey on a day where it was 89 degrees on their sideline. And it was over 102 <laughs> on the Browns sideline. So, and you know, I the got Browns just,
0: Twitter for pointing that out during the week. People were like, Oh, you're so dramatic. You uh,
1: everybody talked about it. Everybody know, was talking about that today.
0: I know. And you know, Cherry had
1: a great hit on the sideline. He was talking about it.
0: I uh, I would like to also uh, express my condolences to all the Browns fans that made the trip to South Florida to go watch.
1: There that. were a ton of Browns fans. I know. Yeah, we there's were. No we home, talked about that on the pregame show, Daryl. Yeah.
0: There's no home field advantage at that Hard Rock Stadium, right? That's what they're calling right. it these mm-hmm. days. There's no home field advantage there. Like it, they could have been a Browns home game had the Browns shown up. Uh, that's how my, that's how much brown and orange I saw on my television were in the stands. And I just, I, I feel bad. I really do for Browns fans. Cause this is just yet another craptastic season that's going down the drain and, you know, fan, I, I just, I really feel for Browns fans that are so invested in this franchise that gives them nothing. I, I it really I mean gives them nothing, and even when they do make headlines, the headlines are never good. Right? Anytime they're the Browns are the national conversation, it's all terrible. Um, so I, I just I really feel for Browns fans because, I mean, I, I really looked at the roster in the off season and 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 thought that they were a lot more talented than what we have seen these first nine weeks. But of- Daryl,
1: if they are, and I don't think the defense is, but if they are, um, then it's a coaching issue.
0: Yeah. I I just I yeah, I, I just I I can't pinpoint whether it's coaching, whether it's a talent issue. Um I, I believe that these guys are capable. We've seen glimpses of it, right? Um right. We really have, but I, I, and I don't know how Andrew Berry fixes this. That's the that's see that's well, it's the, the lack other. of
1: draft picks. And you know what? If if the Browns had had success,
0: and the salary cap gets a lot tighter now because you've got a quarterback you're paying forty six million dollars a year to, and they're gonna for the next couple of years with that contract, they're gonna have to keep getting creative with the salary cap and rolling salary into signing bonus and stuff like that to be opening up room, right? that they're going right. to need. So yeah, I, this, and, and and when you build teams through free agency, that never, when you're winning in free agency in the off season, yeah, those teams rarely, rarely win. How many times do teams make those splashes in free agency? And the Browns have done it a ton since right. 1999, making splashes in free agency, spending big money to try and improve the team and build the team. And it has never worked out for the Browns ever
1: ever daryl I, I just looked at twitter as you were just saying that because i was i was trying to figure out something here. and uh-huh. um you want to guess what's trending pretty uh,
0: easy kevin
1: stefanski is clearly trending and fire joe woods is also trending oh, on wow. twitter i don't know if that's at eight dollars a pop but fire joe woods is uh well there's a lot of them going on here Um, I don't know. Again, I'm. You talked about rebuilding and trying to, you know, get yourself out of this. You look at what the Browns have out on the field, and they just the the efficiency of draft picks later in the draft hasn't been that great because it's going to have to be now down the road with Deshaun. They're going to have to get better at making sure that they slam dunk a second or a third rounder. Is those this guys the are going to be...
0: mention Akwesi, Adolfo Menso seven and one with the Minnesota Vikings right now
1: did you want to say that because I'm listening I got you I hear you
0: maybe they kept the wrong front office executive
1: I don't know I'm looking at Rob Walker who was on Twitter and said this uh over to us he just said hey how are we going to fix this when they have this draft in 2023 one second rounder one third rounder two fourth rounders two fifth." A sixth and a seventh, and then maybe a compensatory for Kareem Hunt, but they got to play him to get a good pick.
0: Yeah, uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Sunday,
1: less than six, ten yards.
0: Yeah, six carries for nine yards, and he, he's not—he's not, he's not going to get paid with those th- with those type of numbers. Got None thrown football all. once for no. ten. Like what? I mean,
1: Daryl, I do have good news though. Do you want? Do you need a piece of good news? What? That there's only eight more of these to go. Nope. Games, games, threw, not podcasts. They, You've got like no. 100
0: more podcasts to go before the end of the season, but yeah, eight that's more true. games. Um, not that I'm keeping track can of we, it.
1: Can we give it up, please? Studio audience, everyone here, can we give it? Anthony Schwartz. <clears throat> Big catch today. Big catch today. Saw that For three speed. yards? How many? Eight? Three. Three. Oh, I overestimated. Well, it felt like eight when I was watching at home. Because you got to count the north-south, right? Or is that the east-west?
0: He did catch He He caught the only target. He caught the only he caught
1: target. It? He, caught he the
0: only target. It was targeted so, one time, and he caught it for three yards.
1: I also want to congratulate the Dolphins punter, who no one knows who he is thanks to the Browns. Zero punts. Do they even would, have to watch
0: would, his uniform after the game?
1: Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. Do they just I'll like with the put, with
0: a, put a dryer sheet with it, roll it through the dryer, and just throw it back in his locker for next weekend?
1: Let me hide. Let me uh, do a little shout out here too. Not the Browns wash their that. uniforms. The Browns use a thing called reeks beaks to clean their uniforms. I don't know if you know this or not. This is true. It's a um, uh, it's called reeks beaks. Uh, reek's, Be- reeks I can't remember. It's a uh, um, it's a it former hockey out, player.
0: It gets out the stink.
1: Yes. Uh, I, I, wait, what? now I'm now I'm messing this up. This is really going to bother me. This is going to bother me more than anything we've talked about in this whole thing. It's called, I thought it was called Reeks. Or Pat Verbeek is the guy that came up with it. Reeks. Beaks. Reeks, beaks, we get out the stink. Just ask the Browns. Beeks, Reek Out. It's called Reek Out. It's Beeks, Reek Out. Okay, so let's give him a shout out because I've used that stuff before. And I got to tell you, it smells really good. And it does a great job of uh, as a disinfectant and deodorizer. And he played in the NHL. And um, he's got a pretty good relationship with the Browns. So, hey, look, the Browns may not play well, and they might stink on the field, but their uniforms don't smell. Thank you, Pat Verbeek.
0: And they do look nice now that they, they do look back.
1: nice, except for the fact they had to wear the dark uniforms in 110 degrees or 112. Now that they've gone weather. back to the classics, Daryl, are we done? Are, are we done? Because this has been a you know what fest on this one. It just um, sucks. It sucks for Browns fans. Everything about this sucks. Yeah, I. I... The momentum of beating the team that went to the Super Bowl is completely 1000% gone. And we had no game plan today, is what it felt like. Yeah. Well, we did for the first drive. We're very good at that. Very good at that.
0: I'm looking something up real quick.
1: Okay. I just want to make sure because when Daryl looks something up, we are going to find out exactly what it is. We also want to remind you that our podcast airs three times a week. We drop three days a week. Uh, we've been doing our post game, then we'll drop Tuesday morning and Thursday morning. Uh, And we are produced by Meredith Kane, who's doing an outstanding job. We know she's a little bit under the weather, but she has been an absolute trooper in making sure that we are able to bring you these podcasts and uh, and fulfill your need for more Browns information than you could ever, ever want. Daryl, uh, you're on the clock still.
0: It, this did not go the way I thought it was going to
1: go. <laughs> oh, you're hoping for something else. Right.
0: I, I was hoping for a different result on Google, not the result I was going for. No, well, Nick
1: Chubb here. didn't get to 18 carries. That's all that matters, right?
0: Yeah, didn't get to 18 carries. Didn't get the 70 yards, and then just yeah. Daryl, love- let's say
1: goodbye. Let's let's we got to put this thing to bed, man. <laughs> we okay. got to put this podcast to bed. Yes, just, you with let's
0: me? Take our metamucil and our pepto bismol and our maalox and anything else that cures the digestive tract after watching that three-hour crap fest
1: yes okay and i'm sure that we'll get some snarky little comment on someone's board for our show today but that's all right don't care see you later we appreciate who's listening all right that's all that matters
0: yeah i i learned a long time ago don't look at the comments
1: Don't look at the comments <laughs> Don't all look right. the <laughs> for Meredith Kane. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith, for, for sticking out. We know you're uh, you're under the weather and we appreciate you being here. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you want to be a part of the show, we still have a, mail, a mailbag coming up here. Um, I can't wait to read that. That's going to be a blast. Um, You can always hit us up on social media, on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and you do that at game day cle. By the way, Daryl, are we on board with the eight dollars for the verification deal? Or are we? Are we going to move away from Twitter? That's the last question for the show.
0: Uh, I do not have eight dollars a month to give to a multi-billionaire. So, um, if I have Ooh, to, who,
1: who, who will come up with a Twitter alternative, or will things move over to Instagram?
0: Maybe all the fired employees from Twitter
1: <laughs> will start their own.
0: They'll just start their own. Yeah, maybe Jack will just come up with another another twitter and call it something else but yeah tweeter something
1: phelps won't want to do i can tell you that
0: basically it'll be something phelps does not want to do
1: by the way good job jeff i mean he got he got the notice at the last second to call the game so it was uh yep did did a great job really quick yeah
0: and uh again shout out to the browns laundry detergent gonna need a lot of it over the next few days
1: it's always game day in cleveland thanks for listening